Mic check, mic check. What is going on, Try Hard Podcast listeners? Welcome to another episode. Listen, guys, it's Monday, the Monday after Major 2, Minnesota Rocker Land event was this last weekend. We're going to talk about, we're just going to give you overall review on the weekend, on the Major, talk about a little bit of the pro side, but mostly the open bracket side. Give you guys my opinion and what I thought of the event. Was it was it a success? Was it fun? All that good shit. All right. Per usual, you guys know how I like to get started. Let's get the show on the road. All right. Let's go. I know I'm fine, but the money makes me handsome. Walk around smelling like a come up in the You don't like me how you think you do. I like it. Though. I know I'm fine. But the money makes me handsomer. Walk around smelling like a come up in the answer for her problems. But I'm not him. I don't mind it though. You don't like me how you think you do. I like it though. I know I'm fine. I won't lie, that extra coin don't hurt. But I guess money, baby. I just rather spend yours first. I know for sure. Just more purse. I got the some perks. Yeah, you fine and the money come out your eye too. But there's a big difference between you and my We all up in between them thighs, he's who I like to. You hear my titties and your face, he's getting side boo. Yeah, I know I'm fine, but the money makes me handsomer. Walk around smelling like a come up in the answer for Oh, happy Monday, everybody. All right, listen, I know a lot of you guys who are and girls who are listening right now are probably traveling on your way home. I know it's sad. I know it, 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 you had a fun weekend at a casino, seeing your friends, competing, all that good shit. But listen, guys, it's all right, all right? Positive mindset. Stay stay positive. I know it sucks. It's Monday. It'll be all good. You'll be back sooner than later, all right? Listen, guys. We got we got a little bit of shit to talk about today, all right? A little bit. I don't I don't want to make this episode too long, all right? Because I got shit I got to do today. Um, I've been gone all week or all weekend, and um, I'm not gonna lie, feels good to be home, all right? Feels kind of good to be home. Um, so it was Minnesota Rocker Major Two Land Event in Mystic Lake Casino in Eden Prairie. Yeah, Eden Prairie. Minnesota, Shakopee, Minnesota, um, Minneapolis, Twin Cities. It's it's right there, right next to all those type of cities. Um, and hey, I had fun, man. I, I truly, truly enjoyed it. Um, it was good to be back. This it, it was my first event this year. Um, I only live about four and a half hours away from Mystic Lake Casino, so... Um, I figured I figured I would, I would attend. Um, you know, obviously Three Kings was going to attend because this was the first Challenger Land back. You know, a long hiatus, about two two plus years or two and a half years, something like that, since our last uh, open bracket event for for the amateur scene. So Three Kings was was for sure going to attend. Um, it was up in the air if I was going to go or not. Um, and and you know what, guys, I, I'm I'm happy I'm happy I went. I'm happy I went. Um, you know, got to see some people I haven't seen in a while. Um, got to meet some new people. You know, it was as a spectator, um, as a, someone attending, as a I, I'm not gonna call myself a fan, but as a fan, it was it was it was a, a very very uh fun event to go to. Um, Minnesota, 
the rocker esports engine put on a beautiful event um it, it was just fun man the vibes of the whole whole place were fun it was fun it was it was um you know the production the staff everything about this weekend was it was it was it was a good time it really was man um you know and it really re reminded me of why i love this this esports so much um you know these last couple of years you know especially when covid hit having to really rely on the online scene it it gets, it got really frustrating right um, not being able to be in, at live events other than local events, you know. I mean, shout out to all the local organizers because you guys kind of kept us afloat uh, with, with uh, you know, all of your uh, tournaments and stuff, uh, especially all the land tournaments. Um, but being able to go to a major and, you know, the lights, the the feel, the passion, um, the experience, it was just, it was a beautiful sight, man. It really was. It was awesome to be back. Like I said, reminded me uh, reminded me of why I love this esports so much. Again, in my opinion, the best esport in the world. All right, you, no one's even close to us. No one can fuck with us. Like, let's be honest. All right. Shout out to LAG making the incredible losers run, winning the winning the pro side of the major. Shout out to Spart. All right. Hey, if you're an amateur player. You should be happy for Spart. Even if you don't know him, if you do know him, that's one of us. That's one of us who finally got a shot and and balled the fuck out this weekend, man. Wow, what a story. What a story. I'm not going to get too much into the pro side of it, guys, because I don't want to make this uh, podcast too long. This is more of a catch-up and a review of uh, my experience this weekend. Um, Yeah, man, it was an awesome event. Optic, obviously, uh you know, getting bounced was a pretty big storyline. Um, this game, man, this game, this game is even on the pro side. It, it's a it's a coin flip. Literally, it's a coin flip. Every every like series is is borderline unpredictable. It really is. Um, for for LAG to make the run they did in in losers bracket from losers bracket all the way to grand finals and and to just really take it to Atlanta like it, it it was it was inspiring it really was really inspiring man um beautiful story with with Spart you know getting this opportunity um you know seeing Spart's mom the emotion she had you know the the you could just the, the how proud she was of her son how happy she was for her son a beautiful moment, man. Beautiful moment. Um, to see a parent witness. Just think about that. To see a parent. Um, we're talking about sparse mom here. To see a parent witness her son, her 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 child accomplish his dream. And we got to see that live. Think about that. We got to see a a a parent in Sparks Mom watch her child accomplish his dream. Yo, part of my language. Fuck all those esports, bro. You ain't fucking with COD esports. You're, you're not. All right? You're not. As a parent, that shit, I mean, 
that made me feel a type of way. Like that's a beautiful moment that we got to witness. Yo, Call of Duty Esport, the Esport of Call of Duty, we're that. We're it. All right. We're it. Remember when Halo dropped, everyone was talking shit. Oh, COD's dead. COD's. I got flamed. I got flamed on Twitter. I got flamed on Twitter for defending the COD, the COD scene. Got a quick question for you. How's Halo doing? Huh? Crickets, crickets, crickets. There, there's a reason why this Call of Duty esport has been has grown to the to the to the level that we're at now. All right, it's not by accident. It's definitely not about the game. Cause let's be honest with ourselves. These, these the games we've had in the last couple of years have been complete ass. What makes our esports so special? What what truly drives the, our esport? It's, it's the personalities. It's the storylines. Right. It's the fan base. Even even if the fan base roots for damn near only one team, it's it's the fan base. All right. We got personalities on the pro side. We got personalities down in the AM side. The storylines aren't forced. Our our storylines aren't written out. They just happen. Attending major two this weekend really made me remember why I truly love this esport and why I'm addicted to this shit. Oh, what, what what a beautiful sight. It feels so good. It feels so good to have our our, our eSport back to where it belongs, all right? And, and mind you, there, there's still a lot of room for improvement. Still a lot of room for improvement. But we back, baby. We back. Are you little Halo simps? Are you little Halo, Halo lovers? I need you to... Grab your right hand, spit in it, and smack yourself. Smack. If, if you were one of the people on the timeline when Halo dropped, saying, COD is dead. It's a wrap for the CDL. CDL's garbage. Halo just destroyed the CDL. Call of Duty scene is dead. I need you to take your right hand, all right? Take your right hand, spit in that bitch. And slap yourself in the face. Shut the fuck up. We back, baby. We back. Listen, guys. I'm going to chill with that, all right? Let's talk about the open bracket, all right? Yeah, you heard me just sigh like that, all right? I'll, I'll give you guys my, my, you know, my opinion on what happened with my team. But we'll talk about the... the um, my overall opinion on the open bracket. It was beautiful. It was beautiful, man. It was awesome to see everybody back on land. It was awesome to see the passion back in the amateur community, in the challenger community. The yelling, the swearing, right? The upsets. Hey, we were I was a part of, I was a, a Three Kings was an upset. We were upset. But to have 
the open bracket back. I'll, I'll be the one to say it. I think that's what the scene was missing. To have the core, to have the heartbeat of the Call of Duty scene back, the open bracket, that passion, that passion pit, that's what we were missing. That's what we were missing. Now, the Call of Duty esports community, now we're back. Now we're now we're back. Now we're fully back intact. All right. Now we're off to the races. It's been a it's been a rough two years. But now that open bracket is back. That that in my opinion was the final piece that was missing. In the return of Call of Duty. In the return of our eSport. We got open bracket back. It's off to the races, baby. We good. We back. All right? All, all the doubters, watch. Because this shit's just going to get bigger. It's going to get bigger. It's going to happen fast. That's what she said. It's going to be crazy. And man, I'm excited for the ride. Open bracket. So let's do a review. Open bracket. Um, it was awesome. Like I said, it was awesome to see everybody back. Huge crowd in the open bracket, watching all the teams compete. Um, you know, a couple of players made a name for themselves. Uh, a couple of players who we people people have been calling onliners shut shut a lot of doubters up. Um, you know, teams that we thought were gonna do well didn't do well. Three Kings, us probably being the main um, you know victims of. Uh, I don't know, man. We'll, we'll, we'll go over that in a minute. Um, shout out to Toronto Academy NA for winning the open bracket. That's Mo Mohawk and Scrappy and Co. Um, those guys look, you know, they looked amazing. Um, shout out to the teams that qualified for the Pro-Am. You know, that was really the, the goal for the majority, for, for pretty much all the top teams. The money was cool and all, but the goal was to qualify, to qualify for that pro-am. Um, you know, the pro-am was going to be, you know, is going to be, you know, an opportunity for the top challenger teams to be able to, uh, you know, compete against the, the pro teams. Um, all in all, that all, all that really is, is just, it's just a showcase for any, um, um, any potential expansion groups that want to join the CDL. Pretty much to show them, hey, look, there's more talent, you know, out there that you could pick up or whatever. Um, so it's it's an awesome um idea, awesome plan from this from Activision and CDL, um, to really showcase um just the overall talent pool that that, that is in this esport. Um, so you know, shout out to the four teams that qualified for that. That would be Toronto NA, Toronto EU, M7, uh, shout out to M7 and Strike X. Um yeah, so two two NA teams, two EU teams. It's a beautiful thing, man. Good luck to all those guys in, in the upcoming pro am. We'll talk about um, well, not much. Really, out of the four teams that qualified, really the only team that qualified that was kind of like a Cinderella story would be that Strike X team, which was the the team of Silly and Fire and Co. Um, again, 
another. That's what I'm saying, man. The, the storylines. We don't. We don't gotta write these. They just happen. Strike X. Shout out to everybody at Strike X. Um, got to chop it up with with. I think their their manager or esports manager got to chop it up with their their owner. Just what a what a beautiful story, bro. What a beautiful story. Mind you, that Strike X roster wasn't fully formed until 30 minutes before roster lock. 30 minutes before roster lock. How insane is that? And they go on to qualify for the Pro-Am. Again, guys, we don't have to write the storylines, man. They just happen. This is why our eSport is great. This is why our eSport is king. We don't got to force nothing. It just happens. This is why Call of Duty is the greatest eSport in the world, in my opinion. All right? That team of Fire and Silly and Co. and Gunzy, um, just, just, just passion and skill. Passion and gun skill. All right? Passion and gun skill. Let me give you their, their run. All right? Let me tell you the teams they beat. Team War. All right, which is Venom, Prolute, and Co. And the biggest, the the favorite team, the team that's been, the team that has been destroying everybody online, Texas Nation. Little old Strike X eliminates the favorites to win the whole thing. In a in a nice three three one fashion. Like, what do you say? And it wasn't like, oh my God, it was they just got lucky. No. It was just a team that was firing on all cylinders. A team being led by fire and silly and gunsy and uh, you know, guys who just aren't scared to play who they're gonna play. Don't give a shit about your name. You know? That that's what happens. That's what happens when, when you play like that. You know, when you get when you get to these um higher levels of competition, generally the team you play doesn't give a shit about your name. Because they're more, more likely they have a name too. You know, in these early rounds, when you have a team of unknown guys playing against a team that's, you know, a group of known guys, most of the time the match is over before it even starts. Most of the time those guys who are trying to make a name for themselves are shook already because they're playing so-and-so or they're playing this team or they're playing this org or they're playing this guy. They're playing this ex-pro. So they already lost before the match even starts. But when you have a team of, of people who are trying to prove a point, trying to make a name for themselves, and then you add in, mentally, they don't give a fuck. Mentally, they're not scared of anybody. It's a dangerous team. All right? It's a dangerous team. That's a very dangerous team. And there were a couple teams like that this weekend. A couple teams that didn't care who they were playing, weren't intimidated, didn't care about the name across from them, didn't care about the seed they had. And they took it to them. 
And unfortunately for me, Three Kings was a victim of that. Um, let's talk about uh, that a little bit. So go, going into the event, we had the A seed, right? Our team of Proto, Zinks, Pentagram, and Brack. Shout out to Dawson, the coach. On paper, on paper, that's the top team, right? On, on paper, that's the top team. That's a team out of that caliber of players. That's a team that someone could look at, look at and say, hmm, they got a shot. All right. They got a shot to to maybe win. But they for, for sure have a shot at qualifying for that am, am tur- pro-am tournament. To win the whole event wouldn't be crazy. To qualify for the pro-am, definitely, could definitely see that. Just off of the, the caliber of players on that team, on that roster, representing three kings. Right now, before we get into the performance of the guys, we'll get into why I even chose these guys. And let me remind you right now, and I said it on Twitter, and I'll say it right now. Listen, guys, one of my biggest downfalls is I'm too honest. And I I guess you can consider that a downfall, but I consider it, I think it's a good trait in somebody. To just say what's on their mind, respectfully, obviously, but never to lie, never to lie to make someone feel good. I always said it. I'd rather you tell me the truth that hurts than make me feel good with a good lie. I I, I don't I don't live my life like that. I I can honestly say, I have zero regrets in picking these guys up. None. None at all. I, I got zero regrets. Okay, that's the team that I wanted. I told the, I told this to them on on Thursday in the hotel. Um, you know when they when they announced that there was going to be open bracket, and you know challengers was back on land. Um, excuse me. My my DM got my DM got flooded on Twitter, just flooded. All the top teams, all I mean, all of them, reaching out. Right? Did I didn't I didn't answer I didn't reply I didn't run I didn't reply at all until after I already had my team. Because I already knew the team that I wanted. I already knew the team that I wanted. This was the team that I wanted. All right. Because just off of that caliber of player, of players on the team. Um, the experience, their past placings, I had confidence in this team. This was the team that I wanted. And when I reached out to them, when I reached out to them, in my in my head already, I already was going to agree to whatever they wanted. All right? Because it's, it's the first land back. 
I want a good team to represent Three Kings. So I'm really not going to negotiate whatever you want. I, and if matter of fact, I'm going to give you more than what you want because I want you to choose my org over everyone else. All right. And we all agreed, and, and we agreed they would represent Three Kings and and funding all that all that stuff, all that good stuff. Right. So I was excited, man. I was excited the entire week leading up to the event. Um, you guys, when, when you go to these events, all right, when, when you go, especially these majors, these majors, you're, you're, when you go to these majors, you're playing the best of the best when it comes to the amateur scene. All right. You're playing, you're playing the best of the best. You're playing future pros. You're playing ex-pros, all right? Locals, I love locals. Look behind me. You got some, some trophies from locals, right? Winning, I've won multiple locals. Like eight, we're at eight or nine, something like that. I don't think anybody else has even won nowhere near as much as we have. Locals are... A definitely a crucial part of, of the ecosystem when it comes to uh, be becoming a, a, a top-tier player. But see, for me, for Three Kings, when we go to locals, 98% of the time, I have the best team there. 98% of the time, I'm not really worried, Right? But when you come to these majors, even when you have the best on paper team, you could have the number one seed. None of that shit matters when you go to those majors. Because now you're playing against the rest of the best. Now you're playing against players at the at the same caliber as your quote unquote good players. Right now, you're playing against players who mentally don't give a fuck about who you are, don't give a fuck about your name. Excuse my language. Don't give a crap about what you've won in the past. Now you're playing against players who have one goal, and that's to be in the league. And a part of that goal, a, a part of the journey to get to that goal, is to dominate. To dominate in these major open brackets. So seeds, all that stuff, in my opinion, when, when you when you get to this this level, they don't mean much. All right. So I don't know, I went on a tangent there. I forgot what I was even talking about. So my team picked this is this is again, no regrets in picking these guys up. This is the team that I wanted. I wanted this team. All right. We go to day one. Day one, we win. We win our matches. But I'm gonna be honest with you guys. We didn't win them in the fashion that I expected. I mean, we we well, we won about three zero or three one each map each each match. Our first first day, our biggest match of the day was against Juju and Co. And we won. I think we won three one. Or two one or two all or whatever two all yeah because here's here's another thing, the the first couple series were uh, best of threes so I mean you know you have 
kind of have don't have any room for uh, error there. Anyway, we we win our uh, we we win all of our matches of the day on on day one on Friday. But I could just tell something wasn't right. Something was off. We were winning our matches, but we just weren't winning the way I expected. Day two, going into day two, we were gonna our first match of the day was gonna be against Alpha Esports, which was the team of Volance and Co. All right, Volance is a kid who's been dying, dying to play on land since he turned eighteen to play on on, on in a major. Very talented, very talented player. But all, all we've seen him really do is play online because he, he hasn't had the opportunity opportunity to uh, to uh, play in, at a major. Shout out to Fire. This was Fire, this is Fire 40. This was Fire's first major event, and he, and he placed top four and qualified for the Pro-Am. Shout out to Fire. Similar with uh, Volance. Um, didn't have the opportunity to play at a major because... Majors weren't a thing. We were shut down when he turned 18. His team upset Bearclaw, the team that we expected to play on Saturday. That was the other top team in our area. Upset Bear upset Bearclaw. So now we're playing Volance and Co. First day, first, first day our match of the day on, on, on that on that Saturday. Mind you. During during uh, Volant and Co's run, they're they're running on energy, gun skill, talking that shit, talking shit, not caring about who they're playing, and they're rolling. It's like a train. It's just it's rolling. The night before, I text the guys in group chat. Okay, is what I said. I'll read you. The, I'll read you the group text. Okay, the night before. I sent this on Friday at ten sixteen p.m. I said, guys, get some good sleep tonight, fellas. Those guys, and this is what I, I'm, I'm being honest. This is what I text. Those guys are not even, not even close to as talented as you guys are. They will simply be depending on their energy and momentum. We match that, and we chilling. All right. I knew, and, and and mind you, I text them that because I could tell we were just we're just flat, like energy wise, we we're just flat. I don't know what it was, just flat. I text them that to maybe, you know, kind of get them in in a in a different mindset of like, you know what, tomorrow, let's 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 pull up to the fucking stations with some swag, talk a little bit of shit, get the energy up. And roll through these motherfuckers. Next day, Friday or Saturday comes. First map. We win the hard point fairly easily. I'm like, bet. Here we go. Gonna be an easy, easy 3 0. <sighs> and that's not what happened. Volance and Co. Got into their swag, got into their into their energy, momentum, whatever it was that brought them there, and just 
ran through us. Just what it is. Just ran through us. Three won us, and we're in losers bracket. And I was sick to my stomach. I'm not gonna be. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I was sick to my stomach. Because that feeling when you just know your team is about to lose is, as an Oregoner, is one of the sickest feelings. It's disgusting. People are, oh, you because you lost your money or no, fuck that money. Fuck that money. What is bothersome is. When a team that you expected to perform at a high level never even reaches that high level. Understand? It's not nerves. All these guys have 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 you know competed on land. We got two ex pros. We got a sub for a pro team in Pentagram. We got we got everybody on, on our team has proven what they can do online on land. Nothing to do with, nothing, nothing to do with with nerves or or we got shook. Or, no. Sometimes in in these these events these lands, if you don't match the energy of the other team, even if you're losing. If you don't match that energy, it'll overtake you. It'll overpower you. You'll start doing things that you know you shouldn't be doing. But because that other team is talking their shit, and I don't care what anybody says, oh, that doesn't get to me. If you have a gr- another person across from you who's gun skill-wise just as good as you, yelling, screaming at you, and you're not... You're not matching that energy. It'll get to you. All right. Hey, I'm going to tell you right now. These headphones and shit, these noise canceling things, they're good. But when you're in that environment, they're not that good. Okay. When you have a player like Volance, who's there, he's there. He's there to prove I'm good. I'm good. I'm not just good online. I'm good in real life, motherfuckers. When you have a player like that wanting to play a team like you in Three Kings, wanting to play against those names, those names of Pentagram, Brack, Proto, Zinks. Having zero fear, that is dangerous. That is dangerous. And when you're a team like like my guys, when you're a team like that, if you don't match that energy, you're going to be in trouble. No matter, no, It doesn't matter what kind of seed you got, what kind of number in front of your name, what kind of org you're representing. None of that shit matters if you're not matching that, matching that energy. That's one takeaway that I got from this weekend's open bracket.
If your energy is flat, if there's not one person on your team with any kind of any kind of momentum, any kind of, you know, cheerleader in them, any if you don't got anybody on your team on land that 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 does that, it's tough. It's tough. My guys, it just, it was like, it was like just the, 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 I'm not, I would never say the passion, but the energy was just not, not there. Just flat, just flat. So we get three, one by Voldens and co. Next match is going to be against team smog, Latin American team. Team of Thresh. Thresh is is a kid that I I've known I've I've had played for me in the past. Online he's ridiculous. Online same thing. And these kids are this is a Latin American team. Latin challengers. Who got a lot to prove. And the same type of bit same type of shit. High energy. They get going, they'll start talking their shit. In Spanish and English, whatever you want, they're gonna start talking their shit. After every bullshit kill, yelling. Same type of thing. If you do not match their energy, they will get over on your ass. Same type of team. They don't care what number you have in front of your name, what high seed you have, they do not care. All you are to them, you're they're they're the lion and you're the piece of meat being hung up up on top of them. You're there in, in their eyes, just like Volant's team and, 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 and his his squad. When they play a team like us, a team, a high C team, a team full of well-known players, they're looking at you as a stepping stone. They're looking at to make your name a step above, a way to to show, hey, I, oh, Pentagram, Zinks, Proto Brack, I shit on them on land. They want to use your name to further themselves. It's not personal; it's business. Just like I would, I tell all my local teams when we go to these locals. You guys are the premier team here. All right. These teams that are going to play you guys are they, are they going are going to do either one of two things. One, they're damn near going to fanboy because they're playing against so and so, and they lost. They lost before the match even starts. Or two, they're going to look at as as a chance to play. Playing you guys is to them is going to be a chance of a lifetime, a chance to really show what they're made of, a chance to skip over everyone else at their level, and by beating you guys, put themselves in in a position to be a known team, to have to to be a known player. They're using they want to use you guys as a career booster. 
Now, when you play teams like that, if you don't respect that mindset that they have, they will get you. They will get you. And that's what happened to us this weekend. I'm not going to say we didn't respect the teams we played, but those teams had the energy that we just we couldn't match. It's all it was. Um, and we got eliminated. Finished, what, T24? I mean, most teams would, would love for a T24 finish. Not us. It's not what that's that's far below far below the expectation of this team. That's tough, man. It's a tough pill pill to swallow, but that's how this shit goes sometimes. Sometimes you just don't you, you you don't um accomplish what was expected you know and as an orgoner i i have to i have to live with that that's what it is for the players i mean i hope they can at least take take some kind of um lesson out of this weekend and re reevaluate how you approach the land environment. Reevaluate um, what it really takes to play to to play at a at that high level from start to finish. And like I said, guys, I got zero. I got zero regrets on picking. That's the team that I wanted. All right. Oh, you made a mistake. And maybe in your eyes, I don't think I made a mistake. I, I hey, I learned. It's a learning lesson for me. Just like I hope it's a learning lesson for them guys. It is. Um, this weekend. Um, it 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 was a learning lesson in how a team how I how I evaluate a team, especially now that we're back on land. I'm I'm so like I don't give a fuck about that online shit anymore. Our elites shove them up your ass, cops shove them up your ass. Fuck all that, elite playoffs. Fuck all that. All this online shit don't mean nothing. And to be honest with you, um, for Toronto, whatever happens, whatever team I pick up, I don't give a fuck about points. I don't. How did you do at Minnesota? What did you place at Minnesota? I don't care about elite qualifiers. I don't none of that bullshit. Elites, Challenger Cups, don't give a fuck. Your po your pro points, I don't care. How did you do on land? 
because that's where it matters. That's where it, that's where it matters. You know? And if you don't perform on land the way we expected, then everybody has to reevaluate their train of thought and the way they uh, approached this event. Everybody, from the players to me, to the coach to me, everybody. Because when you're at this level, when you're at the at the, at the when you're at the position that these guys are in, when you're a quote unquote quote unquote somebody, you don't get very many opportunities to fuck up. When you're a nobody, you I mean you you get unlimited keep fucking up. You get unlimited chances. Because nobody cares. When you're when you're on the opposite end of the upset, it matters. It matters a lot. Because you worked hard to get to the position that you're in. But too many, too many of the of these type of situations can can Literally take all that hard work you 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 made, all that all that time you put in, all that all that experience that you've gained, and too many too many of these situations and these type of performances can alleviate all that and a hard, all that hard work, all that time can be thrown in the fucking garbage. So, for the players, for myself. It's a, it's got to be an evaluation on what happened and how to avoid that from happening again. Because the shit's real. Shit's real. It It's hard to get to the point. It's hard to get to this position where you're a top team and you're expected to, to perform like a top team. It's hard to get to this position. But when you're a top team, it's very, very easy to fall. And it's very, very easy to fall quick. It's very easy for that time, that energy, that practice, that experience that you've gained to be thrown in the garbage. It's very easy. It's hard to get to the top. It's very easy to get to the bottom. It's true. It's true. But it is what it is. I want to thank Zinks, Proto, Pentagram, Brack, Dawson, the coach. Again, I got zero, I got no regrets in picking them up. All good kids. I enjoyed their time the time with them. They were awesome. Unfortunately, we didn't perform. It's what it is. Not, not going to blame it on anybody. It's nobody's fault. It's our fault. When a team loses, we don't look at one person and say, because of them. No, no, no. We lost. The team lost. Not you, not because of you, not because of you. They lost and I lost. It's our fault together. 
Got to have that mindset. Otherwise, you can't get over it. So, it sucks. We move on. Toronto, we move on. Toronto, Three Kings is coming. I probably won't be there because I ain't gonna. I ain't about to get triple vaccinated. No, thank you. But Three Kings will be there. And that's how it went. Overall, Major 2 was a fun time. Loved seeing everybody. Loved to be back. The passion. The passion pit was back. Um, the pro side was awesome. Uh, it was a good time, man. Good time. I enjoyed it. So hope you guys enjoyed my uh, review. Shout out to everybody in the pro side or the AM side that qualified. Shout out to Toronto NA, Toronto EU. Shout out to the homies from M7. Shout out to Strike X. Beautiful story on with those smaller orgs qualifying. I love it. It's awesome, man. It's awesome. Listen, guys, I don't want to take up too much of your time. It's been 50 minutes. I'm going to leave you with this. We back, baby. We back. Challengers open bracket. We back. Call of Duty Esports. We back. Are you Halo? Are you Halo ass kissers? Where you at? We back, baby. All right? Love you guys. God bless. I will talk to you later. Enjoy the week. Positive vibes. Don't cry about it. Be about it. Don't talk about it. Be about it. We out here, right? Peace.